Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. And welcome back, episode one thirteen, where we'll finish up some of the uh, roundtable feedback. We've added one to our uh, group group of uh, good people. Juan's joined us uh, for part of the feedback episode. Uh, we have Victor, of course. Howdy. Uh, we have Pat. Hello. We have Marcus. Hi, guys. Who's very British. And we have <laughs> <laughs> we have Colin. Hey, guys. I <laughs> Who makes a note and, of that? <laughs> and Colin's not British? Technically, <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Right, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on your citizenship. I guess it would depend on more than yep. anything. Born, born in Ireland, raised in Ireland, dragged over here, <laughs> kicking and screaming. <laughs> well, you know, that's your fault for being pussy enough to be dragged over here. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deal with fucking, it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking parents. Uh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't just stop the parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so one yeah one of us one of one us, us. <laughs> we're gonna get back into some roundtable feedback uh we have uh three more of them to go oh i forgot to mention something late so i've been doing a little more immersion in my in my skyrim play uh in a in a different type of way uh so <laughs> So uh, after like sitting in a chair playing the game for a while, uh, in like an office type chair, you know your back starts to hurt or whatever. So I uh, what I did was I ordered this uh, relatively cheap exercise bike from Amazon, <laughs> and uh, I I play while I ride the exercise bike, and <laughs> not all the time, but like if I feel like I need to move because I've been playing too long. Uh, so what I do is like if I'm sneaking, I go slow. If I'm running, I go fast. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a, awesome. on a horse, I go relatively fast because I can't go as fast as the horse. But uh, yeah, it's been pretty interesting. I I found myself doing it like innately and not really thinking about it. Like I would, if I was going through like a uh, an area with some Draugr or something through a crypt or whatever, I'd like you know kind of going at that steady pace. And then like if I had to run away, I was like, oh god, and I was going faster. I was like, that's weird. Maybe I'll just start doing that for. <laughs> So there you go. There's your tip for immersion for the day. Uh, you can uh, get an exercise bike and pretend you're running for your life at times away <laughs> from dragons or Draugr or whatever, dragon priests, whatever pops up. 
<laughs> yeah, so, so all you need is like some extra stuff that, that sprays poison gas at you. Yeah, and, yeah, and exactly, like that, you know, exactly. And, and a burner to spray fire and things. Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, if somebody can come at you and uh, attack you, that would be amazing. Or somebody yeah. come on, yeah. Just come across thieves and assassins as you're going. <laughs> I, you know, imagine Skyrim VR where you got an exercise bike and you're doing VR. I, I think we have a winner there. We're gonna sell this to Bethesda, and uh... they'll See love it. You, you could you could have Connor like uh, sneak up on you while you're not looking and like hit you in the head with a broomstick. Or yeah. Get right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll really go full immersion. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a good time. You could shoot me. You could stand across the room with like his Minecraft uh, bow and arrow and shoot it at me as I'm, and I could like dodge it or you know, fusro da and hope it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so there, there's your tip for extra immersion you, you can't get that anywhere else get a nice cheap exercise bike and <laughs> for those of you older gamers who back starts to hurt when you're sitting in the chair playing too long <laughs> yeah oh man so yeah like i said we have the feedback um anybody have anything about their characters they want to get into or or gameplay or anything like that. I don't know. I'm kind of behind on on mine because I missed the last half of the the last roundtable. But I figure I'm going to record an update since I can't be on the awesome. next roundtable either. So I'll I'll record an update with all that stuff. I've done a bunch of outside things. And, oh, okay. Uh, and uh, stuff. I did Periite, which I haven't done in a long time. Oh wow, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So. Yes. Oh, you know what? I should do that because I'm I'm running with the Atronach stone, mm. and that uh, that was it. Spellbreaker, right? Spellbreaker. Yeah, yeah. It's great shield. Yeah, that would be, I would be great because right now I do have um, I just got what's that shield? Uh, White Ron Solitude. What's the shield that gives shield? Solitude shield? gives you yeah. shield. Yeah. So I have thirty percent magic resistance from that. Um, I don't really use a shield very much, but I might need to start using that more. But, Isn't uh, it just called the Shield of Solitude or something? Like I think that? it yep. is. Yeah. yeah, Shield of Solitude. Yeah, I have it right here now. Um, yeah, Serana's got that in my playthrough. Oh, does she? Nice. Yeah. I, you know, I still have not picked up my follower. I just, I've used a follower here and there, um, but not. I've only used them just to carry crap. I, it just, yeah. I, they're a pain. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I haven't either because mine, mine's on on Soul's time, so it's Bellavar. Oh uh, yeah, for a while for that. But but I did. Uh, Freya did meet and marry her her spouse. Uh, so that's that's all taken care of. She's now living at Lakeview Manor. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I gotta find. I forget who my spouse is. I gotta work on that. Um, my follower, I believe, is in the Dawn Guard. I forget who it was, but I believe it's in the Dawn Guard. Uh, so and I haven't gone through that story at all yet. But I did go over to Solitude for Chaos Enchantment, like I said. Uh, but I may go back there to do that uh, for the boots of water walking because of my solitude issue and not having a bridge to get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Fre- Freya drew a good, I mean, a good uh, sort of role with with being an, an archer and a conjurer. So of course she went immediately to Fort Amal and, and picked up the the bound bow. Oh, that's as, super. As, as yeah. she could. So she's been using that a lot. So I still need to want to, I still need to do that because I've never done that before. The bound bow is great. Yeah, I, I haven't done it that much either, but I figured this was the perfect time to really use it a lot. And and she she sort of drew a, she drew a fighter class, so I'm gonna pr- 
probably start using the bound sword as well. And, oh, nice. Uh, I've been thinking about doing a, uh, a character that only use, uses bound weapons. Oh, so just me, yeah, just for the hell of it. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing with my character. Mm. I'm doing a bound sword right now, and I'll probably pick up the bound bow, and then I may even do uh, the bound uh, battle axe. Oh yeah, I've never I've done that. I've never yeah. used that. Yeah, yeah, that's that'd be cool too. Um, you head over to Solstheim and pick up the bound dagger too. Oh, that's I, right. Yeah. Did they have bound dagger? Did they? It's Solstheim. Yeah, yeah. What's nice. uh, uh, Nellis uh, Apprentice? I think is who you can get it from in Solstheim. Do you know okay. what the uh, sort of what level dagger is it? Is like a daedric? Like I think I think so. I, I haven't used it yet because uh, because uh, I'm yeah. I'm at the level where I can I, I can do the double enchantments now. So it's you know, that 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 kind of carries the day over the the bound stuff for me. Yeah, yeah I think all bound weapons are daedric. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah which if nice you get that bow. The, um, yeah, the nice thing about the daedric bow is you get about a hundred arrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get yeah, easily and then before yeah. having to recast it. I mean, it's essentially unlimited, so it, yep. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Which if yeah, you get uh, that early you, on, it's yeah, so powerful. You won't, hit, you, won't, you won't hit the hundred um, before you have to recast it. Yeah, right. no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's a really powerful bow early in the game. It's it it sort of starts to lose its potency as you go along, but yeah, like with most of the things that you find, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although if you if you work if you work your way up. Um, you can you can at least I think you double the uh, damage and then it uh, has the um, where it banishes um, conjured mm-hmm. uh, enemies. Yes, yeah, it does that. Yeah, with the uh, vanilla perks. Yeah, yeah, and, and I was I was sorry, Juan, go ahead and finish. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, and you also um, it also does uh, soul trap. Yep. Nice. Yeah. 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 An extra skill. It's a perk. Yeah, yeah. it's a perk. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's it's nice because you can go straight up the conjuration tree, and it's only like you get four in a row. They're all about bound weapons, so you mm-hmm. don't have to you don't waste any perks to yeah. to, to max out your bound weapon. Yeah, right. is that in vanilla? Vanilla. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. And also, yeah. Ordinator has some good bound bound weapon perks as well. So yeah, it does. Yeah, the uh, I was I haven't I haven't experimented with it, uh, but I was reading on the wiki that uh, the the banish perk actually works up to level 99 so it'll banish anything unlike you know most of the stuff where it's level capped oh wow i didn't realize that yeah 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 i I haven't tested it just to confirm you know but uh that's what the wiki says that's pretty cool it's true Hmm. yeah that is pretty good especially when you get conjuration potions also uh fortify the bound weapons i think so i believe so and I, and I think uh, I think the bound bow I think it levels your conjuration and your archery both yep. I think so it's it's yeah early on it's it's if you can survive the trip before to aim all it's great I didn't yeah, know about yeah, it when well, I first that's started a tough one. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 well get, that is the trick yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> you get whacked by what like four you know conjurer and two alteration mages or whatever it is it's nasty yeah. Yeah. yeah if you get yeah. past the guys outside once you get in that room there's just nowhere to go you yeah. either. If you if you're super like I've gone in there at level one, and <laughs> well, I'm using I'm using Imperius as well, and and uh, which is another one of Eni Science uh, mods, and the uh, the Bosmer power you get with Imperius is once you've completed some uh, some animal killings for for kind, um, you you're given the power to uh, take on any beast as a follower a permanent follower oh yeah yeah 
Um, so I took on a snow bear <laughs> and brought it over to, to Fort Amal. That, that nice. Sure helped a lot. Yeah, that would that would be pretty helpful with those guys yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, you know what? Else? What is the best magic to use against um, the uh, Dwemer spheres and stuff? Um, well, I'm using. I use a lot of, of the magic. I use corrosion from Apocalypse. I think it's oh. from Apocalypse. Hmm. In, in the in the vanilla game, I, I was having surprising luck with them, which is fire. I, I don't know if I don't because I, I was I wasn't expecting it to work, but I, I I hit a couple with flames, and it actually seemed to work pretty well. I don't know if they maybe like the oil inside catches them on fire or something in there, but I don't know. But I, I, I was, I was actually surprised. It seemed to work. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I've, they weren't leveled and I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what it was, but no, uh, I, I think it's fire as well. I was using fire for most of the, I was, cause I thought it would be shock and it just doesn't seem to do that much to them. And so I, and fire is more what I'm focused on anyway. Um, so I, I, they, it seemed to work best i know frost they're resistant to if i'm not mistaken yeah i expected the uh, for the shock to work as well and it, it doesn't seem to be as much damage yeah it seemed like the, the fire yeah it seemed like the fire did more and i don't think uh frost does much at all if anything so. uh yeah it looks like they're I, I pulled them up on the wiki it looks like they're uh immune to frost yeah yeah and, I, and that i understand but i always thought I, it just seemed like it would make more sense that the shock would do more damage <laughs> well, I know if you're, if you're using Apocalypse, you can use Corrosion, and then which will uh, diminish their armor, uh, and it's persistent, and then go at them with something else, yeah. uh, whether it's a weapon or whatever, and that takes them down. Yeah, Blunt Force is a lot better than Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. It, true. But you can, combine, you can combine it and go with a nice... Flame cloak and some double dragon swords, and I know it'd be better off if you got a follower. No, <laughs> if you weren't so if you weren't so prejudiced, <laughs> they're just so fragile, Colin. They just you, you look at them cross-eyed and they break. You I'm, know yeah, I'm tired of hitting them in the back with stuff <laughs> like arrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I get so caught up in uh, firing fireballs at them and shooting them off with stuff. It, oh, it the magic just... is the toughest. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that was uh, the fl- flames. Flames get a little cra- in crowded uh, in a crowded. Combat. Oh yeah, flames are a little <laughs> bad too, even at low levels. <laughs> yeah, they get a little wild. Yeah, <laughs> I get uh, so. If you're that bad at archery, maybe you should try and pick up a real weapon. It's true. I just find it so... Your own follower, you know, it's time to give it up. (laughs) I keep keep turning Lydia into a candle. I keep turning Lydia into (laughs) a candle. (laughs) I rarely lose followers, but I just lost, I just lost a rander, which is hard to do. uh, And uh, at Fort Fellhammer, um, and I'm, I still don't know how I lost him, but the poor guy got decapitated um, nice. by something. I don't know what. Uh, so. oh, well. oh, boy. We got a lost iPhone over here. Uh-oh. I started my um, Oblivion character also. 
I forgot how long it takes to level those characters up. I have a few a few hours into it, um, and barely made level two. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been meaning yeah. to start it again too. Because uh, when I started up that time and played a few hours, it didn't save, so I got to start oh. over again. Yeah, yeah. It was some weird glitch, but yeah. And then um, before I had purchased the the fighters, uh, the fighters um, home. Uh, oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I already got that, so now I just gotta raise gold to fix it. What sucks nice about? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was playing. Sorry to interrupt. I was playing Morrowind. What sucks about that is that spells fail all the time. When you're casting a spell, you can pass them like cast them, let's say, ten times. Three of the times it will work. Oh. All the other times it just fails. And it costs the magicka as well. And it still costs the... Oh, God. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, if you're going to go play uh, Morrowind, um, Bound Weapons is the way you want to go. Is They're, it, like, yeah. ridiculously powerful. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Morrowind, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would get, try that again. That, oddly enough... It's been a long time since yeah. I've done anything Morrowind. Yeah, I played it when it first came out, and not very long at that, and that was it. <laughs> Never... Mm. I haven't played it since. Yeah, I tried going back and playing it. It's uh, it's tough to go back to at times. Yeah. Well, the combat is very yeah. awkward compared to yeah. yeah. Although it is the uh, most popular video on our channel <laughs> for some really? reason. I don't That's know cool. why people love going back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people who still think it's the best game they ever produced. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, story-wise, it may be. I'm not. I mean, I didn't play enough of it to know honestly. So. Uh, I'm only about uh, probably not even halfway into the main quest. I don't think uh, I'm still in the first big city. I think I've traveled to a few other ones. Don't know if you, I think I've gotten the handle of of my combat because I use sword and shield. And uh, if you're moving forward, it does this type of movement. You're moving sideward, it does this kind of attack. And if you're moving backwards, it does that type of attack. Oh, okay, so, yeah. And depending on which type of weapon, because all three. You can have like three of the same type of weapon, but they do different damage. Different damage. So, whichever way you're going. So, sorry, that didn't make sense. You can have the the one weapon, and it can do three types of damage. And if you're moving forward, it does. Uh, I've forgotten what that's called. What's the kind of damage that a, a pike would do? Is it jabbing it forward? Impaling, maybe? Yeah, something like that. So you got that. So if you're traveling forward with the sword, you can stab them directly straight at them. And then if you're moving from the side, you swipe at them trying to do a cutting motion. Hmm. And then if you're moving backwards, and then you're doing a, like a big power shot straight down. and It's really awkward, but I finally got the hang of it. The only problem is that the enemies are a bit slow and awkward, and I'm trying to move a million miles an hour. Uh, sprinting costs <laughs> like uh, like normal running costs stamina, so you have to walk everywhere, which takes a million years. <laughs> Unless if you get there, or you can run all the way there, but you've got no stamina. So if you run across something, you have to hit it a million times to kill it. Oh man! <laughs> and there's no fast travel, right? Nope. Except for yeah. the um. Uh, the, um uh, Silt Striders. Yes. Hope they um, they bring uh, the original Xbox games over to the Xbox One as well. 
they're supposed to go far do backwards compatibility to that as well. Oh, that'd be nice. That mm, that might I don't know that I don't know how much that would change how hard it is to go back to some of them. Just I don't know. with the mechanics, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's not on the updated console, it's still Mm-hmm. And it's all text based as well. Yeah, it's well, just not all text based. Some of it, most of it's text based. Yeah, if you're not used to that play style, it'd probably be pretty tough to go back to anyway. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let's, uh, when we pull up uh, email here, let's see. Um, there we go. We will do... Uh, I pulled up Ray first, so we'll do Ray. And... Oh, that's downloading. Hello, Roundtable. Ray here with the continuing story of Sir Dolph Stormhorn, Dragon Rising, Way of the Voice, and the Horn of Jürgen Windcaller. After giving Farngar the Dragonstone, Sir Dolph talked to him about his library collection. A spell tome on a bound battle axe caught his eye. Airleth barged in, saying a dragon's been spotted. So we went and talked to the Jarl, and off to the to the keep, and slew the dragon. After the dragon was dead, a strange wind swirled around Sirdolf, and he felt a strange feeling of something entering his soul. All the guards gathered around and started talking about Dragonborn and told him that he should try to shout. Well, it's something that kind of came natural to him. It knocked one of the guards to his knees. Irleth thought it was silly. All she was worried about was that we were successful in killing the dragon. So she sent me back to tell the Jarl and give him an update. On the way back to Whiterun... The graybeards called from atop the mountain, this thundering voice breaking through the clouds. So talk to the Jarl. Um, he said that uh, that was the graybeard summoning Seradolf. Gave the axe of Whiterun, which was a orcish axe with uh, stamina damage. Seradolf thought, I really got to think about this graybeard thing. How could I be dragonborn? So he went to the Bannered Mare for a mead to try to process the whole thing. Uh, talking to the barkeep, Holder uh, gave him a bounty. Um, he also talked to Arvin about uh, recovering his uh, family sword. A guard mentions a problem with the bandit group up in the hills, and he can't decide about the Greybeards. So he'll keep himself busy with a couple of quests. After returning to White Run to sell the loot, he visits the Companions, a group that he met uh, when he uh, had come down from Riverwood several days ago. And uh, they send him on a quest to test him to Reardan's retreat. Uh, after a success there, uh, he goes on a uh, quest with Farkas. And while going through and uh, clearing out some um, Silverbloods, uh, he discovers that Farkas is a werewolf. He didn't really want to do that. He didn't want to become a werewolf. 
it just didn't seem like the right thing to do at the time. So he broke it off from the companions, but not after getting some nice loot from them. So Halder had also mentioned the Shrine of Azura. So Sven and Seredolf pack in and head off to Windhelm. Uh, arriving at the stables in the carriage, uh, they found a house for sale just right outside the, the uh, stable near the gates to uh, Windhelm. The home's name is uh, Ruta. So after purchasing the home, Sven and Sirdolf, uh unload all their gear and head off to discover the Shrine of Azura. The road is wrought with peril. All kinds of uh, attacks from bandits and saber cats and wolves. But it's the ice wraith that ends up doing Sven in. Pressing on, um, Seradolf makes it up to the, to the shrine and uh, receives the quest from the, from the worshiper there. And off to Winterhold to visit the wizard Nelikar. So after speaking with Nelikar, uh, it's off to Ilianta's Deep. And he stops by uh, Whiterun and picks up Lydia as a follower. Before getting to the, the keep, he stops off and, and picks up the blessing of the Lady Stone, uh, goes through the keep with Lydia, killing the necromancers that uh, are fighting there, uh, trying to um, continue the work of Malin, the, the wizard who had stolen the uh, star. So after getting the broken star, he returns to Nelikar, and Nelikar sends him in to to fight the soul of Malin. It's kind of a strange thing to have yourself killed in, in order to to get a soul gem, but this one seemed like it was worth it. Uh, his bound battle axe with soul stealer, the black star is now filled with grand soul. Leaving Winterhold, we're uh, attacked by a dragon near Mount Anther. Uh, with Lydia keeping him occupied, the bound axe does its work. Another dragon soul absorbed. After stopping at Rauta to unload again, they push on south. Another dragon at uh, Bone Strewn Crest. Lydia and Sirdal for a powerful team. Picking up the Atronach Stone, he stops along the way and gets more tips from the innkeepers for jobs to keep himself busy. More requests for dragon help from the local innkeeper. Uh, They travel to Iverstead to make the final decision about answering the Greybeards. Lydia thinks his Nord blood demands that he make the trek. She considers it his duty. Her duty may be to behold herself to uh, aiding Cyrodulf, but she has turned out to be a good influence and helps him to learn about his Nord heritage. They make the trek up, impress the Greybeards, and learn whirlwind sprint. This will come in handy. Returning to Iverstead, they're attacked by cultists. The local guards help clear them out. Now weighed down with loot, going to head Riften to see if they can find enough merchants to unload all of it. Taking a wrong turn, Lydia spots a small cabin and they approach to ask if they can rest there for the night. Turns out to be abandoned. And it has an alchemy table. They sleep for the night before loading up again. And uh, they search the area for food. Another dragon attack as they pass Autumn Watch Tower. Back to the cabin. They eat, head out, 
and halfway to Ripton, they hear a commotion an orc strong at a, at a orc stronghold. They help him defeat the giant, and the shaman asks them for help. She needs troll fat and a daedric heart to to be able to perform the ritual to Malakath. Having both of those items at Ruta, they agree to help. On to Riften to unload the loot, and a carriage ride to Windhelm. They return to Largish Burr um, with the items. Malakath demands that a giant be eliminated from the shrine in Fallow Stone Cave, going with Chief Yamars to kill the giants for him. When they get to the shrine, Chief Yamars tries to get Seradolf to kill the final giant for him. This is supposed to be your test, not mine, he tells him. I can see why Malakath was fed up with this guy. The giant makes quick work of the chief, but Lydia and Seradolf make quick work of the giant. Malakath says to take the hammer back to Largisburg and put it on the shrine. I take Yarmar's armor since he won't need it. Malakath tells the orcs that Yarmar's was weak and that Seradolf's service uh, made him the champion. Rewarded with a hammer changed into Volandrung, the Daedric hammer that absorbs 50 points of stamina. Galarzub is made chief and back to Rauda they go. They're going to need a couple of days to rest up from this trip. They go to White Run to collect the bounty, but another dragon delays it. After taking out the dragon at Shearpoint, we meet a dragon priest named Croesus. As Lydia draws his fire, Cyrodolf makes the uses the word wall for cover to pepper him with arrows. As he goes back and forth, he can hear the words calling to him. Once Croesus is dead... He goes to the wall and gets the three words of throw voice. They collect the bounty at Whiterun for clearing out Silent Moon's camp, smelt some ore, and smith some equipment, and take the wagon to Morthal, and travel through the swamps to Uthstengrad to collect the horn of Jurgenwind Holler for the gray beards. One last trial, and they greet me as Dragonborn. I had no idea what to, was in store for me when I decided to come to Skyrim, thought Cyrodiil. I expected to work until I could afford a small farm, find a wife, and start a family. From the time I stepped foot into Skyrim, it has gone in every direction but that. Off to Riverwood to rent the attic room, like the note says. Cyrodiil ends these quests at level 21, his enchantment is 41, alchemy 28, and two-handed 58. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Oh, Excellent. That, that chief. <laughs> yeah. I love watching him get launched by the giant. Yeah, he is mm, such a yeah. jerk. Yeah, oh, the worst. One of the biggest jerks in the game. Yeah. <laughs> the only trouble uh, with getting him launched is sometimes you lose him and then you can't pick up that nice set of orcish armor. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I remember the first time I did it. I'm like, wait, is this guy for real? <laughs> <laughs> You're an orc, right? Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, but at least, you know, if you tell him it's his job, he goes, he wades in and gives it a shot. Yeah, he you does, know? So at yeah. Least, at least yeah. he does that. You know? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> After trying to coax you in there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, you probably guys know it, uh, there's a an episode in... Um, which is good. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and it's um, 
something about uh, maybe it's called uh, the Honorable Ferengi or something like that. Basically, um, what's his name? The the Ferengi um, Quark. Uh, Quark. That's it. Thank you. Uh, ends up becoming uh, the husband of uh, a Klingon warrior and the head of uh, a Klingon house and things like that. And it ends up in the end of the episode that it was a Klingon who was acting like a Ferengi. He was using political power and money and things like that to gain power and honor and things like that. And he was very dishonorable. And that's the way it always reminds me of your Mars, uh, how he is compared to this, uh, uh, this Klingon in the, in the episode. I think it's called the house of Quark. I think it uh, is house of Quark. Uh, in 1994, I think it was. Yeah, great episode, lots of humor in it, and uh, it always reminds me of Yamars. Sorry for the. I think it's called The War of Business, 34th Wall of Re- Acquisition. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I guess it is. I don't know. I if Jar Jar's not in it, I don't know. Don't go see Rogue One then. He's not in it. Uh, <laughs> uh, wasn't he on? I thought he was Spoilers. on the beach. I think he was on the beach. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was on the beach. I don't know. I just have a feeling. <laughs> Uh, I was, was going to say um, he sounded really cut up when he lost uh, he lost uh, Sven on the mountain there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, I lost Sven. Anyway, carrying on. <laughs> uh, did I ever tell you what I did to Sven this time? Uh oh. <laughs> so I did, did the Boethia. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, did, did, you, did you put it in one of the podcasts? Oh, I may have. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God, I want to do this Boethia quest. <laughs> who am I going to bring there? I was like, who is in a complete jackass that I want to get rid of? I was like, oh, I'll just do. I'll, I'll take Sven with me. So I went. That's funny because the one guy I did, I brought there was Fandel. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll go. I'll I'll lie for him. He'll become my friend. And then I'll take him to visit Boethia. Yeah. yeah. He's a good mark, actually. Yeah, he worked out well. He was a nice companion for a short period, and then uh, and then he wasn't. So. Is he, is he tougher than, than Fainhall? Uh, you know, well, he he's, has... He's like a, 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 a one-handed wielder, isn't he? I think... Yeah, he used uh, some magic as well. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I took um, Fainhall, and he died on the way to um, Blake Rock. Hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the barrel where you get the dragon stone. Oh yeah, yep. Like, like um, falls falls, yeah. <laughs> he died on the way out. I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> well, did you give him any armor, or was he still in his clothes? I was still in my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got any armor. You're not giving it to me. Yeah, but I was attacked by um, by some thugs that were hired by the. Um, uh, What's his name? By the blacksmith, and also the um, the the bandits that are in that tower, in that first tower. Oh, um, all at the same time. Yeah, is it uh? What t- I think I'm in it now. Um, Valheim. 
Uh, no, there's the first tower. Oh, the there. tower on the uh, way up Falls. to. I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Lake Falls Barrow, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, has no name. The one right there on the side right. of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Findel's there in his shirt and his, his Sunday best <laughs> trousers against four thugs and three bandits. Uh, and he accidentally died. And you're pissed yeah. off about it. And you're pissed off about yeah. it. <laughs> accidentally died. While you're running oh. down the mountain, away from all the bandits and the thugs. Yeah. He, should, he should have been smart routine. like me and climbed up on the rocks so he wouldn't get hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he should have tried not lying to his girlfriend and <laughs> <laughs> not being a jackass and he wouldn't be dead in my game. <laughs> <laughs> Although I hear if, if you marry, weren't you saying that if you marry her, uh, like just kind of shows up? Oh really? I don't think I've ever married her. Yeah, he's like he's kind of like Aaron. Uh, he'll he'll show he'll show up even at your at your hearth firehouse to visit. They they continue having an affair. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's not very sneaky about it then. No, no, he just sort of shows up. <laughs> oh great. <Yeah. laughs> well, you know these Skyrim people are polyamorous, right? I that is true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in your game. <laughs> oh, I don't know what mod you're running. I don't, know what I don't need a mod for that, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well, I guess they never know when somebody's coming back from battle. So, hey, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what yeah, you can you've, do. You've been gone for six months, like you That's know, right. fighting. Falma gods or something like that. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm home. <laughs> Whoops. Who are you? Yeah. Oh, I know. Okay, come on. Let's go. We're about it. Just cleaning the pipes. Yeah. Oh. I've been gone long enough. Uh, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I actually haven't visited my daughters in Markarth for probably like a year in game at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I had a, a month long business trip to Solstheim, so I. <laughs> Yeah, I've been uh, roaming the countryside. I haven't been to the west end of the map in uh, a long time. (laughs) I have my husband there with his store, so that's how I can tell how long I've been gone because he he gives you 100 bucks a day, 100 gold a day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always like, well, is it it more or less than two weeks? (laughs) Here's 40,000 gold. (laughs) (laughs) You're married to Octave San as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that old crusty old fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you get some money for it. Hey? That's yeah, true. Yeah. That is true. He's pretty good though. He's a dual hander, isn't he? Uh, he's he's he can he can swing. swing I, I've high. never seen him fight. He's just walking yeah. around in his hide armor and uh, yeah. mind to the store. Yeah, <laughs> mind it. Yeah, you can't have him as a follower, can you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Octave San, the old man from Solid. Is he only a spouse? I thought he was a. I thought he was a follower too. He's from out front of the uh, Winking Skeever in Solid. Yeah, and his daughter runs uh, the bar, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's got some gambling debts or something that you got to pay. Yeah, off. yeah. Oh wow! I performed him. He's uh, he's never had it so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're providing a public service. Long live the empire. That's, That's it. right. That's it. <laughs> All right, we have some feedback from Lee. He's uh, let's see. This feedback includes uh, things from Dragon Rising, Wave the Voice, and the Horn of Jurgen Wingcaller. 
or the quest that when you finish it, you want to smack the person who stole the horn. Um, <laughs> you get all the way through and you're like, yes, I'm at the end. Oh, this is awesome. This is a cool looking room. And then there's nothing there. <laughs> there we Hi, go. Hi, Skyrim Roundtable guys and gals. This is Lee Benjamin. When we last saw Carrick Fairfordhusen, he had just heard about a dragon attack on Whiterun. This begins the quest, Dragon Rising. The dragon attacked a nearby guard tower. The squad is assembled to go there and check out what's going on. After an initial investigation, the dragon returns, turning and wheeling through the sky. Carrick heads to the top of the tower with his hunting bow burning. The dragon landed and Carrick shot arrows. After landing, the dragon moved closer to the tower. So close, Carrick couldn't see it very well from the top. This is when he died for the first time. He was trying to get on the parapet and kind of missed and fell to his death. Oh well. Reload. Carrick's again at the top of the tower. Hits the dragon, the dragon turns and... My telephone, damn. At the top of the tower, Carrick hits the dragon. The dragon turns and hovers and breathes slain all over Carrick. He's wounded, but he hits the dragon twice more. He then retreats to the top floor of the tower gulping portions of minor healing. The dragon lands and is attacked by the men on the ground. The Carrick from above. The beast dies. Carrick rushes downstairs. As Carrick approaches the dragon corpse, it begins to smolder, then bursts into flame. The most amazing thing then happens. The flames turn to a white mist which swirls and wraps around Carrick as if attracted to him. It swirls and seems to enter him. Carrick feels a momentary surge of great power which quickly fades and leaves him unharmed. One of the guards tells a tale of the dragonborn who absorbed the souls of dragons just as soul stones do. The dragonborn are given the ability to learn dragon shouts, words of power. All that's left of the dragon is a skeleton. Carrick investigates and finds a few scales and bone fragments. Iraleth is skeptical, even after the guards convince Carrick to shout as the dragons do. He knocks a man down. The Jarl must know. This begins the quest, The Way of the Voice. After reporting on the dragon attack, the Jarl appoints Carrick as a thane of Whiterun. It's not clear whether there are many or just one thane per barony or whatever these things are called. He has offered Lydia as his follower, as a housecarl. However, due to my random role, I'm not allowed a house carl, so I just keep Sven hanging out with me. That brings to mind several things about the random roles. As a new player, there were lots of things on the roll sheet that I didn't understand or, you know, know what they were. For example, Guardian Stone, the Atrianoc Stone, and the home, Severin Manor at Raven Rock on Solstheim Island, both locations I'd never heard of. So... This is where you wonder what do you want to do as far as what I call metagaming, where you're looking up information on the game from outside the game. I wanted to limit this as much as I could, but these were important goals for the character, and I had to decide how much is enough. Well, I went as far as researching the locations for the Atronach Stone and Raven Rock on Solstheim Island. This led to me going on my own little side quest to get to the Atronach Stone, and I'll comment on that in a, in a few minutes. 
Carrick headed to Raven Rock. After doing some research, he realized that the Atronach stone was on his way, and both Atronach and White Run, the doorway to Solstheim Island and Raven Rock, were both to the east of the Great Mountain. This was quite a walk, and along the way, we learned a little bit about slaughterfish and mud crabs, both of which seemed to have a taste for Sven. Another stop <laughs> along the way was Valheim Towers, bandits, and a fort, more bandits. In order to get rid of some of the load he was carrying, Carrick again visited Riverwood. He arrived during a vampire attack. It was a close thing, but between he and the townspeople, they managed to kill the vampire and his demon dog, Deathhound. One casualty of the vampire attack was Lucan Valerius, the shopkeeper. Later, I was approached by a courier who said that as part of the service for recovering the golden claw, Lucian had bequeathed me a hundred gold. It turned out this was a master vampire and his death hound. Carrick spent some time chopping wood at the mixed water mill for some additional coin. After more slugging through the wilderness, the Atronach stone was reached. Carrick noticed that there was a dragon in the sky slowly orbiting a nearby valley. He kept his distance. The Atronach stone bequeathed the blessing upon Carrick, and, of course, I forget what it is. Next up on the way to Windhaven, was it Windhaven? <clears throat> okay, we'll just say next stop on the way to Raven Rock was Mistwatch North Tower. Here there were bandits, and Carrick met a fellow named Christer. Christer was looking for his wife, Fioja. It turned out that Fioja had left him. She hadn't been captured by bandits, as had been apparent. She was the bandit queen. Carrick confronted the bandit queen and decided to let Fioja go. He took her wedding ring so that he could return it to Christer. Along the road, Carrick also ran into an interesting pair at some hot springs. There was a giant and what appeared to be his pet mammoth who was dying. There didn't seem to be any talking to the giant, so Carrick just went on his way. Another courier was met who gave Carrick another inheritance from someone named Gulver, who he didn't remember meeting. Finally, Windheim was reached. This was the gateway to Solstheim Island and Red Rock. Here, Carrick gained another side quest called the White File. It was to be found in Forsaken Cave. Forsaken Cave was infested with Draugr. Carrick started making use of his magical abilities using flame and a hatchet to fight them. It turned out that Carrick using his flame and Sven running in with his two-handed sword was a very effective means of dispatching the Draugr. Unfortunately, Sven showed his outstanding mental ability by standing on a fire trap. Fortunately, when Carrick moved away, Sven moved too. Carrick, having had some experience now, was hugging the side of the passage when a swinging log trap was set off. It reset and somehow Sven managed to miss the trigger. In the cave was the Forsaken Script. Ah, forsaken Crypt. Carrick triggered a spike trap, but it missed him. Carrick and Sven then traversed the now familiar swinging axe traps deep in the bowels of Forsaken Script. Forsaken Crypt. <laughs> Carrick was granted another word of power, another shout. This one was called Kill, marked for death. He also found a spellbook called Bound Sword. Further along in the crypt, Carrick came across a bowl with cherus eggs in it. It was an ancient bowl and helped activate one of the wall panels to aid his escape from the crypt. This is where he found the cracked white vial. He proceeded out of the crypt and back to Windhaven, 
to take the vial to Nurelian. Nurelian was very upset that the vial was cracked and gave Carrick five gold for his efforts. This kind of ticked off Carrick, so he went and talked to Quintus Naval, Nurelian's aide. Recognizing the effort put into finding the white file, Quintus Nerell gave him 500 gold, a much more satisfactory reward for his efforts. In Windhaven, Carrick also met a Dongard herald. These are the vampire hunters, a group with which he would be affiliated in the near future. Carrick did a little more research and figured out that the magical items that he had had only so many charges, and when depleted, the magical ability would lay in abeyance until it was refilled using a soul gem. In his travels, Carrick had found several soul gems, and due to a dagger that he had, had actually filled some of them with minor or lesser souls. These he used to recharge his Nord Warax of Frost with a lesser soul gem. It was not clear at first how many charges were gained through this, though it turns out there is a scale provided when you look at the weapons. Another petty soul gem was used to recharge the hunting bow of frost that he had acquired in the recent adventures. The docks of Windhaven also provided some additional side quests. Carrick found a ship that would carry him to Solstheim Island, the main port of which is Raven Rock. At Raven Rock, Carrick met Adril Arano, the second counselor of Raven Rock. He also found out that Raven Rock contained a Dunmer settlement. The Dunmer are the Dark Elves and he also found out that Ravenrock is actually part of Morrowind area of Tamrel. While in Ravenrock, a dragon attacked. He was wounded, but he got away. Carrick decided to venture out of Ravenrock and see what was there. It turns out what laid there was death. This time it was werebears, and some kind of an ash demon. There was a lot of ash in the area due to a local volcano eruption. Apparently the Dunmer are familiar with this kind of environment, and grow vegetables in the ash. After a quick reload, Carrick talked to the Elder Orloth. The dragon returned. This time they managed to kill it. Carrick absorbed the dragon's soul, and there was again talk of the dragonborn. In walking around Ravenrock, Carrick found Severin Manor. It's occupied by several of the local residents. This drove Carrick to again do some metagaming. <laughs> it turned out that this uh, Ravenrock is part of one of the DLCs, and thus, none of this is supposed to be uh, pursued until you're at least like level 20. Because there's several quests you got to do and then that are like level 20 quests. And then you talk to the, the counselor of Ravenrock, Morvan, and you're then given the house. At that point, I'm not sure what has happened to the people who are currently in it. But now is not the time to find out. Because being level 10 at the time, Carrick didn't have the chops to be able to take on these quests. So what next? Well, at Whiterun, after killing the dragon, it turned out that a mysterious group called the Greybeards, who are men who have taught themselves the dragon shouts without having the dragonborn native abilities. This takes many, many years. They had summoned the dragonborn to come see them, and so Carrick decided this was the next thing he must do. <coughs> yes, Bella. <coughs> Okay. <laughs> I think Andrew hopped in there with a the dog at the end. Yeah, I was going to say, that was fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sven. Nuts. Sven is getting beat up pretty good this episode. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Standing on a fire trap. Good old Sven. 
<laughs> that poor guy is getting it this episode from uh, everybody pretty much. <laughs> but I would say that to, to Lee, there's nothing that says you can't be a thing. I'm not sure where that came from. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a thing in like five holds right now, I think. Right. Yeah. You, the, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the roles are, are guidelines, uh, at the, at the, you know, um, and it's nice to hit the high points. Um, but they don't preclude you from taking on anybody else or doing anything else like becoming a thing. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, if if I were if I were limited to those followers, I I wouldn't have any choice because mine are all dead. Got to have follower options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much just a guideline, really, just to play the game a different way or something like that. So I wouldn't worry about anything like that. And he said he didn't pick up Lydia, right? Or did he pick up Lydia? Who was it? He didn't pick they up. They say he didn't because he he yeah. said he wasn't allowed a, a house Carl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I, I, I mean, uh, I would just grab a house Carl. I yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. I think he's reading it wrong. It's not that you're not allowed a house Carl. It's that Severin Manor doesn't come with, with a, a follower. Carl. Yeah, because it says on the on the thing it says um, uh, Severin oh, Manor right, right, house right. Carl none. But it's not that it's not. It's just that Severin Manor doesn't come with a follower. It's not. Oh, I didn't understand mean. that part of it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it's not that you can't have a house Carl. It's just that that house doesn't have one. Uh, so you can pick up any follower you like and uh, any house girl. Uh, Lydia for the win, by the way. Yeah, because I have <laughs> two. Uh, I have a couple house Carls right now. Uh, I have the one from... I forget where. Falkreath? Mm-hmm. Raya? Or maybe Salty. I don't know. I have one living in High Moon Hall, and I have one... Uh, I have Lydia living at Lakeview. Yeah, I've got uh, yeah, I've got Solitude, Mark Carth, uh, uh, Windhelm. I think maybe Rifton. No, I don't have a house Carl yet at Rifton. I've got a house, but no house Carl. And and then and then Dead Lydia. And Dead Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. uh, got the White Run house just to have a place to dump my stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if you're doing uh, the Hearthfire homes. It's good to have a house Carl at them because they can get you supplies, right? And they can defend a place from giants and bandits yeah. and everything else. Especially if you have family there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it is nice to uh, have the house Carl. But your spouse oh. will still get kidnapped, though. Oh, really? Even if they're there? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, because they always get kidnapped. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was going to say. Uh, you know how giants, if you don't go near them, they won't attack you? Yep. One of them was outside Lakeview Manor, so I just like left him. It was over by my uh, beehive, so I just left him the fuck alone. I was like, yeah, yeah, as long as you don't you know, crush my garden, I don't care. I won't bother killing you. Uh, I came back, and my ho- uh, my cow was gone. No kidding. <laughs> it's no. And, my chicken. and my chicken was gone. Yeah. So He's going to die. Cow. Yeah, he stole my cow and my chicken. <laughs> Damn. I can't believe that. That's crazy. Yeah, I can buy another chicken, but I can't buy another cow. She oh, you can't buy another cow? No. What an ass. <laughs> Tell me about it. Seriously, the guy needs to die. 
I think I'm going to have to go on a, on a giant killing rampage. I, I think that is the best way forward. <laughs> By the way, we were talking about, this has nothing to do with that, but we were talking about uh, uh, the uh, Nightingale armor earlier. Um, this is PC. I don't know if it'll show up on uh, Xbox, but somebody just published a very cool uh, retexturing of the... Uh, Nightingale armor. Uh, they're calling it Bosmer Wood Elf Leaf Armor. Of course, anybody who knows anything about Bosmer lore will know that that's a complete anachronism, but it still looks really cool. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Bosmer of, Leaf Armor. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like, uh, hmm, somebody <laughs> didn't read their lore, but still, it's cool. It looks good. It would look good on a non-Bosmer. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's, it's called Bosmer armor because part of it is made from Bosmer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take some. Thank you. Yeah. That's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's pretty cool looking, so check it out. Alrighty. And we have one last piece. downloading now and this oh, one I was gonna, yep oh, good sorry, go no no go ahead no i was just gonna say i, I keep on hearing things uh like um was it, i think it was one of the early let's plays i think someone was going into um what you call it, going into white run or trying to get into white run and there was a dragon they were like oh let's see if we can get in this here before the dragon arrives because we don't want to fight that dragon then i was listening to uh, Andrew's let's play, and he was going down to Holder's Cairn. He was going, oh, heading down to oh, well, there's a dragon. Maybe we can get the Holder's Cairn before the dragon sees us. So let's <laughs> run away from the dragon. And then, what's his name? Um, Lee. Lee, just now. Oh, there's a dragon. Let's not go anywhere near the dragon. You do know what Skyrim's supposed to be about, <laughs> right? <laughs> you do know why you're called the Dragonborn. Uh, it's killing dragons, right? Yeah. That's it, killing fucking dragons. Stop running away <laughs> from the dragons and telling about everybody. That goes against Nord traditions. You're supposed to be running the opposite way, you assholes. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. It's all about hitting shit. Yes, that's it. These are environmentalists, Colin. <laughs> learned about save the dragons, endangered species. Well, the uh, dragons are a keystone species. I get that, but. <laughs> They're dicks. <laughs> yeah, they are. So, Keystone, but dick. What are you going to do? <laughs> Did they remove a spell from Apocalypse? He's constantly oh. updating and, and, and changing things. So, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. you got to read the, uh, the change logs. Because he did... What did he get rid of, Colin? Was it... Um... It was one of the fire spells. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> one that, that I was, use a lot. <laughs> that was back. That was back a couple of revisions ago, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I just yeah. noticed it. Uh, I wonder if I. Ju- oh, you know what? I just updated it though. That's why. Which, why? Which one did he uh, lose? It begins with the M. Um, began with an M, I should say. Uh, what the hell was oh, that's it? That's different then, because I thought he he got rid of carbonize a while back. I think was the one I was. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, there was one uh, I forget, but it, it set the person on fire and it multiplied the more you hit them with it. Hmm. 
And, <clears throat> and I was like ready to load it up, and I'm like, wait, where the hell is it? It's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's gone. <laughs> so, yeah, watch out for that kind of stuff. That sucks. Yeah, he's he's done the same thing in Ordinator. He's gotten rid of perks, uh, so you have to be careful. But I mean, his his um, his programming is so good that yeah. it, you know if he gets rid of a perk, it doesn't break your game. He just refunds you yeah. the perk when you, when you pop back into the game. So, um, but still, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for that spell, and I'm like, but you know, it another spell popped in, so he must have switched it out for something else. Uh, incendiary flow is, uh, I guess, a new one. Oh, okay. So whatever it was, it, it uh, switched out for that. Yeah. All righty, and we have Denver's here. Hello, everybody. It's Denver, and I'm back for episode two of my roundtable character, Crulius. When we last left off, Cruelius had just returned the strange stone tablet to Farangar, who was having a meeting with some strange woman. As they rambled on, Irleth burst in, saying something about a guard uh, had returned from the uh, West Watch Tower, I believe, and uh, that they needed to come with her to see the Jarl immediately. So they all rush off to see the Jarl. Uh, The Jarl... you know, introduces the uh, guard, and the guard tells his side of the story, which basically he ended up running away like a big coward. <laughs> but, uh, you know, then the Jarl uh, says, oh, you've done a good job, guard, and he sends him off to have some rest. And uh, then he asks Irleth and uh, Krulius to uh, go check out the Western Watchtower, and if there is a dragon, to, uh, to try to take care of things. And on his way out, he gives Cruelius his reward for returning the Dragonstone, which turns out to be a uh, pretty shitty little axe. So, you know, Cruelius just goes goes ahead and hands it off to Lydia, saying, Here, you take this. I don't use that shit anyway. So Cruelius follows Irleth uh, out the door with uh, Lydia in tow. Uh, And Irleth runs down and grabs about uh, ten town guards and tells them, Come on, guys, let's all go die, basically. And then they all run out to the Western Watchtower. Uh, when they arrive, uh, everything is desolated. There's fire everywhere. Cruelius is thinking to himself, like, holy shit. Like, uh, man, I mean, I know I'm trying to help out the Empire here and all, but Lord, is it really worth all this? Uh, whatever, I guess I'll just try to keep my head down and, and not get burnt up. Right about then, a survivor sticks his head out and, and says, Hey, hurry up, get into hiding. Uh, he, he's just here, he'll be back, no doubt. Uh, so Cruelius, uh, you know, takes his advice and immediately runs inside and begins laying low, leaving Lydia outside to, uh, you know, assist the town guards in Irleth. And sure enough, shortly thereafter, a dragon uh, does show up. It starts spitting fire everywhere. The guards are all shooting arrows, but mostly doing nothing. Lydia's running around doing nothing at all because she doesn't have a bow and... And whenever the dragon has a land, she, she runs in there with all her Nordic little heart and, and, and tries to take it down. But, of course, it just takes off again. And and so, you know, after the the uh, dragon ate about uh, 25 guards or so, it eventually died from overeating. And so then Cruelia strolls out of hiding, saying, huh, well, that was, uh, that was pretty easy. Uh, so, you know, a few surviving guards are left, along with Irlith and... Uh, so they're all checking out the body, but something weird happens as Cruelius' approaches uh, the body. It suddenly begins to rapidly decompose, and, and Cruelius feels like uh, like it's uh, 
got something to do with him. Uh, suddenly, his mind drifts back to that uh, that weird word he read on that wall uh, back in uh, Bleak Falls, and uh, suddenly the word starts to make sense. and And Krulius gets the feeling that if he were to speak this word aloud, that that it wouldn't just be a word; that something might happen. Suddenly, one of the surviving guards turns Krulius and says, "Whoa! You must be the Dragonborn. You must try to shout." And, and Krulius looks at him funny, like, uh, what do you mean? What is shouting? And he's like, well, the dragonborn can learn the dragon language and, and then use it against them. So if you are dragonborn, you should know a shout. Go on, try to use one. So Krulius thanks to the word that he had just been thinking on and says, oh, well, maybe that's a shout. So he, uh, he looks directly at the guard, speaks it out loud, and suddenly he knocks the guard flat on his ass just with his voice. Krulius thought this was pretty cool. So everyone, you know, gets an uproar. Oh, you're the Dragonborn, the Dragonborn. Oh, there hasn't been a Dragonborn forever. So, you know, Krulius is like, ah, whatever. If it helps out the Empire, <laughs> I'll be this Dragonborn. So Earleth rolls her eyes and says, I don't know about this whole Dragonborn thing, but uh, somebody needs to go back and report to the Earl. So Krulius nods and he heads off to, back off to Whiterun. As Krulius approaches the city gates, suddenly the 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 air is filled with this loud uh, this loud roar that sounds a little bit like war- words and it kind of sounds like it says Dovahkiin. Uh, Krulius is like, what the hell is wrong with Skyrim? Why can't it just be a normal providence like my home? Uh, he rolls his eyes again, of course, and and then he heads back into the city. Uh, so once he gets in the city, he heads straight up to the Jarl and uh, and begins to report about uh, what happened at the Western Watchtower, including the part where where the uh, guards thought he must be something called the Dragonborn. The Jarl then nod, nods sagely, saying, Ah, that must have been for you then. And Krulius asks what, and he says, Didn't you hear the Greybeards calling for the Dragonborn as you, as you approached the city? And Krulius nodded and said, Who the hell are the Greybeards? So the Jarl explained that the Greybeards are this old sect of... Uh, of uh, followers of the way of the voice that live up on the mountain called the throat of the world that is the tallest mountain in skyrim and that even though they haven't had any contact with uh with the people of skyrim for a very long time they used to train the dragonborn whenever there was one so he tells Krulius that it might be a good idea if he heads up to the to the graybeards to see them and uh, so Krulius nods again and says, oh, great, another quest. So he says his goodbyes, tells Lydia to come on, and, and they set off on another trip. So uh, they begin their long journey to the throat of the world. So they set out from White Run after grabbing a few supplies, selling some dragon bones, you know, that sort of thing. Even, you know, uh, making a few potions from all the flowers and <laughs> And bugs and stuff that Krulius has been jamming his pockets full of since he got here. Uh, so, they set out, and, uh, you know, it's the typical journey. Uh, you know, a couple bandits here, frostbite spider there, some wolves. You know, that kind of nonsense. At some point along their way, uh, their journey to Iverstead, uh, they came across a dead storm cloak <laughs> killed by a troll. Uh, you know, Krulius laughs at this until the troll happens to pop his head out from behind a rock. So uh, then Krulius, uh, you know, sends Lydia in there to smack the troll in the face while he runs around behind it and lights its butt on fire. 
Uh, but eventually they roasted it to death after, you know, a pretty hard battle. Uh, Lydia's complaining, but, you know, Cruelis rolls his eyes and just says, Come on, Nord! Uh, so, eventually, they make their way to Iversed, uh, and when they get there, they they ask around for a minute about, you know, how to get to the Greybeards, and somebody points them towards the, uh, the, the 7,000 steps, uh, so, uh, they head across the bridge, and, uh, about halfway across, some old man's complaining about how, oh, I need to take a package up to the Greybeards, but I'm too old, and, and Cruelius just ignores him, he figures, uh, you know, this in no way will directly help the Empire, so, uh, screw it, I don't have time for it. Uh, so he begins his way up the, uh, 7,000 steps, or so they're called, uh, and, uh, eventually he bumps into some weird, uh, hunter praying at an altar, and Cruelius thought to himself, I don't have time to get involved with this man, so, you know, he just ignored him, kept going. Uh, the man shouted something about, be careful, as he was walking away, and Cruelius just shook his head, uh, so immediately after thinking, man, that guy was an idiot, this, this is gonna be easy, a pack of wolves attacked him, so, uh, you know, he did his typical thing, throw up his shield, send Lydia in there, and start throwing fireballs wherever he sees an opening. Uh, so eventually they had roasted all the wolves, and, uh, he had Lydia skin them for their pelts, and they kept going, uh, so, um, then they eventually came across, uh, yet another traveler, uh, and she was sitting, you know, waist-deep in snow, praying at altar, and Cruelius is like, Jesus, man, these people are really, uh, d- committed to, uh, to these, uh, these altars here, uh, maybe I should start reading them, so, uh, at the next one he came across, he tried to do a little bit of reading, and, uh, decided, nah, that's over my head. Uh, shortly thereafter, they came across upon this little pass uh, with two two high rock faces on either side, and oh, guess what was standing right in the middle? But a big, giant, uh, you know, white troll. Uh, Cruelius thought, oh, psh, well, we just killed a cro- troll not too long ago, so uh, he immediately, you know, nods at Lydia, telling her to get in there. So she runs in, screaming, ah, and runs up to the troll, and uh, immediately gets knocked out. <laughs> So, this surprises Cruelius a little bit. Uh, he may have, may or may have not have soiled his pants a little. Uh, so, Cruelius uh, begins doing his typical uh, shuffle and, and shield and, and flinging fireballs. And, you know, Lydia occasionally recovers from her head injuries to run in there again just to get knocked down again. So, uh, it took a while, but eventually they managed to kill it. Uh, Cruelius really thought he had met his fate, but uh, luckily they managed to make it out of there. So... Uh, after they gotten past the Frost Troll, it was actually pretty quiet. Uh, they ran across a couple more altars. No more people praying at them. Uh, Cruelius, of course, took any uh, any offerings people had left at the altars and uh, continued along his way. Uh, eventually, they reached the top, and uh, he knocked on the door to High Harathgar, and, uh, you know, was told to go away by some grumpy old man. And then Cruelius demanded, you know, I am a, a agent of the Empire. You must let me in. Uh, so, the old man promptly ignored him. So, after a few minutes of standing in the cold, Cruelius knocked again and said, All right, all right, I'm the dragon board you guys summoned. Uh, and then, of course, immediately the doors flew open and he was invited in. Uh, so, he met with this old man named Arangar, or Arangir, however you say it. Once inside, uh, the old man started rambling on about, you know, the way of the voice, and, and shouting, and dragons, and, you know, Cruelius began to drift off a little bit. Eventually, the old man asked Cruelius to give him a taste of his shout. Cruelius had to be asked twice, because he had nodded off a little bit during the old man's ramblings, but, uh, then eventually he did give the man a taste of his shout.
Afterwards, the old man offered to train Cruelius in some more words of the dragons and uh, the way of the boys, supposedly. So uh, Cruelius agreed, and they they began their training. Uh, afterwards, Cruelius had learned a few more words and uh, you know was uh, pretty happy with his progress, but the old man told him before they could truly accept him as the dragonborn, Cruelius would have to go to this old ruin and retrieve the horn of Jurgen the Windcaller. So Cruelius sighed, saying, Great, this means they're going to go all the way back down this mountain to some ruin, probably die. If I don't, I'm going to have to come by all the way back to this mountain, all the way back up, and then talk to you fools again. Uh, but he just sighed and said, It's for the Empire. So he agreed. So Cruelius headed back down the mountain and towards the area they marked on his map. Uh, it took a long time, many fights with, you know, uh, it's the strange animals of Skyrim, from wolves to, to slaughterfish to, to mud crab to, to big bears to trolls. But eventually they came upon this, uh, you know, unassuming looking hole in the ground in the middle of a swamp. And outside of it, of course, they saw a couple of necromancers and three or four bandits having a squabble. And Cruelius, you know, just thought he'd sit back and watch. Uh, so, you know, once the last man had had uh, beaten the other ones down and, and finally noticed Cruelius, Cruelius just shot a fireball right in his face and killed him too. So, after having Lydia loot all the bodies for anything useful, uh, they headed inside. Uh, inside, they found more necromancers hanging out, talking about how they were trying to find something in this in this uh, old ruin, and so Cruelius just quickly burnt them to death and, and then headed deeper in where he found uh, some more necromancers having a battle with those strange blue zombie-looking things that he had ran into back at Bleak Falls. Uh, so he let that battle resolve and then killed whatever survivors. Uh, from then on out, it was a long journey through twisting corridors with, with many fire traps and... Uh, Many of uh, the strange blue zombies uh, attacking each other. At some point during the the, the huge Nordic ruin, uh, he uh, cruelly stumbled across another strange gray wall with a, another strange word engraved onto it that seemed to bury itself into his brain. Uh, after that, you know, they uh, they continued, and eventually they came to the last chamber where, uh, you know, Lydia oohed and awed at the 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 primitive Nordic contraptions, and and uh, eventually they approached what looked like an old tomb, and uh, uh, where we, one would assume a horn would be placed if if there had been one, but instead they found a uh, note from a mysterious stranger. Uh, so they read the note. Well, Lydia read the note too, Cruelius. And, uh, you know, it said something about meeting a friend of theirs in, in Riverwood. Uh, so, Rulius rolled his eyes, thought typical, uh, you know, this this uh, strange tomb that's been locked up for thousands of years has, of course, been broken into by some uh, weirdo, and, and now this weirdo wants to meet us at some place I've never heard of called Riverwood. Uh, Lydia uh, reminded him that uh, he must have come through Riverwood to get to Whiterun, and Krillia said, oh, yeah, that, that little place. Okay. So they set back out again, and, you know, it's a long, another long journey full of strange creatures and bandits and, and Lydia complaining about, I'm sworn to carry your burdens. But eventually they reach the town, Riverwood, and go to the inn. And as instructed on the note, they asked to rent the attic room. 
Uh, well, the owner, Delphine, says, uh, we don't have an attic room, but you can have that room over there. So, Grilius agrees, and he heads on in and takes a nap. Uh, when he wakes up, uh, the owner, Delphine, standing over him and says, ah, so you must be the dragonborn. Uh, so she explains herself, she explains that she's been working with the Empire, and that, uh, or not the Empire, with the, uh, the Jarls, and trying to figure out this whole dragon thing, she, she you know, she thinks that there's something more to it, and, and that she has the Horn of Dr- Jorgen Windcaller, so she, you know, she hands it off to Corellius, and then she says, you know, meet me in the back room, and we'll, we'll talk more. Corellius agrees to meet her back there, but he says, first, uh, I'm going to go back to the Greybeards and, and see if they can teach me some more of this dragon language. Uh, so he nods to her and tells him, her that he'll return. And uh, he heads off once again to the throat of the world. Uh, you know, more creatures, more bandits, more Corellius running away with a shield up and shooting fire. Well, Lydia smacks them in the ankles. Uh, eventually they reach the mountain and they... They get back all the way up to the top again, freezing cold. They they get inside and they hand off the horn to the uh, to the graybeards and they say, "Ah, well, now we can officially recognize you as a dragonborn. Congratulations!" Uh, so just stand in the middle here. We'll teach you this shout. Okay, good. Uh, now just stand there as we all bombard you with a bunch of shouts and nonsense that you won't understand at all. So Gorilla stands there as the the four old men just yell random words at him that make him stumble left and stumble right and almost fall down. And at the end of it, they go, oh, okay, there you go. You're officially a dragonborn. And, and now if you want to, you know, stay here in High Hrothgar with us, uh, you're totally welcome to. Uh, so Curly says, uh, no thanks. And prepares to head back out to Riverwood to meet with Delphine. All right. There you go. That uh, concludes Cruelius's second episode. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Hope it was a little less painful this time. Uh, I've tried to get more used to the recording software. So, all right. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll be putting out episode three here soon. All right. See you all later. Thank you, and happy Skyrimming slash Fallouting. Goodbye. No, I was actually quite happy with that. He he did a really good. Really good, yeah. Go at it, Reed. Yeah, excellent. No, there's a, yeah, lot, of, yeah. a lot of funny moments in there too. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I kind of love the gray beard voice a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, because yeah. they're so. Yeah I, yeah, I can't remember what he said or, uh, right way at the beginning there, but I was like, it was really laughing pretty hard. And I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, when I got to the, I'm like, oh man, they're so boring to talk to those guys. <laughs> the way he did the voice, I was like, man, if they talked like that, it would be entertaining. <laughs> because they're just so full of themselves when you get up there (laughs) oh my gosh it sounds pretty natural when he does it when he's doing when he's doing his his, oh yeah definitely seems relaxed yeah for sure because it's not easy to do talk to yourself for uh 20 minutes straight uh as somebody would know that yeah Uh, yeah, as as i think we've all (laughs) done here at some point or another It seems easier than it is when you're actually talking to yourself. Um. Yeah, yeah, it does. You you guys have enough. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so that I think that was the. uh, Let me double check. I believe that was all the feedback for the roundtables. 
Where the heck did that go? There we go. Yep. Yeah, that was the last of the feedback. So uh, don't forget the roundtable will be uh, the 14th of January. The second part of it. Um, where what well, we finish up with uh, Esbern and the Ratway. Or if you haven't played it yet, some guy in the place that you have to go look for. Yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> some I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a new quest for us all that we yeah, ne- yeah. never been on. <laughs> Speaking of new, I don't want I I know I keep bringing stuff like this up, but I've been I while while I was listening to that, I was running through some of the new stuff because a lot of stuff popped up oh, did today it? yesterday on the on the Nexus. Oh cool. And and here's one that kind of blew me away. Okay. I don't know if I mean a lot of you guys are probably familiar with the the mod name, the modder's name, Apache. Oh yeah. Um all right. Well, Apache just uploaded a new mod uh, called Divine Elegance Store, hmm. and it's possibly. I've just I've just been looking at the at the images. I, I haven't seen any of them, and you know, obviously yet because I just it's a one point two gig file, um, but it's some of the best looking new armor and clothing I've seen in forever, as some of the guards say. Um, it's awesome. So go check it out. It just popped up today, and it already hit the, uh, um, you know, the the top five on the on the front page of the Nexus. Wow. Of so uh, so go check it out. It looks really really good. So uh, anyway, just thought I'd throw that in there. Nice, nice. It's always good when new stuff pops up. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, it's been it's been a long time since a lot of good new armor came up. Somebody just did the uh, a retexture of the Stormlord armor too, which is, looks really good. That's on the uh, on the the uh, special edition Nexus site. Okay. So, Stormlord for anybody who's not familiar is part of the immersive armors, but this is a retexture of that one. So, how is uh, uh, the modding coming along on the PC version? Uh, of SE, I mean, uh, is the console that, version. No, I mean on the uh, the, the PC, PC version. SSE, SSE, yeah. Of immersive armors? No, in general. No, of, in general. In general. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, you know, everybody. There's stuff is constantly being uploaded, but but uh, of course, all the. I, I hate to use the word meaningful, but I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff that's popping up on there, but a lot of the really meaty stuff isn't going to show up until uh skse is updated so. yeah yeah i think there was think just an update right it's soon yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a they, they keep you know throwing notes in on their on their website there so uh it should be soon yeah because i had seen something on the reddit earlier this week um where they had uh posted something and there, there are a fair amount of uh, um, tutorials out there, um, including one on a guy who's a really good, prolific tutorial maker by the name of DarkFox127. He's a YouTuber uh, on how to convert um, mods that do not require SKSE from old rim to new rim, as it were. Um, it's not that hard to do if you're good with computers <laughs> you, oh, know, okay. you know how to move files around and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh so and you know how to use the creation kit so it's it's uh it's possible to do oh cool. for your own purposes of course not to upload somewhere else yeah not to yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> take and put somewhere yeah, exactly <laughs> is there a new dragon mod on the um xbox there was um 
what was it called? Somebody posted something in the group about a dragon mod where he got his ass kicked. I think there, if... there's something, but it's not at the level of like, uh, uh, you know, what are the elemental dragons or... Yeah, or it was... Uh, is it diverse dragons or something? It was yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. No, I, he said it was something else and he, he, he kicked his ass. Oh, really? Give me a second. Really? See if I can find the post. Yeah, because I saw uh, diverse dragons on there earlier today. Yeah, I'm going to sit down um, and play my Xbox character for a while today and tomorrow because I got tomorrow off too. So um, try to catch back up with her. So I'll check out what's what's up there. Yeah, I, for, uh, yeah, I forget what the person... I, I know what post you're talking about. I don't remember what it was though. I don't know if it was that one or I think I saw another there was another um like enemy mod uh that was where there were enemies up to level 200. Whoa. So like you know if you kept going obviously with uh your character it would uh you, there would be certain enemies that would come up. Oh, they were good. Um he says, uh, it's from Ron Little. He says, the enhanced mighty dragons oh, mod oh. is stupid hard. Lol. <laughs> uh, the very first dragon fighting is on Mars. It just wrecks me over and over. Starting to think this dagger pickpocket build is in trouble. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pickpocket dra- dragons, Ron. Uh, can you steal their scales off them? <laughs> <laughs> it might be your only hope. <laughs> Maybe what does PSA stand for? What is what? PSA stand for. Public uh, service announcement. Public service announcement. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, pickpocket. But there's also another thing yeah. it stands for, Colin, but uh, you're not about to worry about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna hit puberty pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. I got a hair on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one, but he's. Calling his friends. He's calling his friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have a vigilant right now that is uh, tanking a dragon. Oh, no, he just got eaten. Never mind. Uh, oh, no. Was tanking a dragon for me, but uh, not, na- not anymore because he just picked him up by the head and swung him around. So, uh, But the dragon was close to death, thankfully. <laughs> Man, elder dragons on legendary take a long time to kill, by the way. <laughs> I don't care what kind of weaponry you have; they just take a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just, just uh, sponges. Yeah. I just bumped up my difficulty to expert. Oh yeah. From, um, and I'm only level twelve. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's I'm, all. I, re- I mean, I usually play on expert. I don't usually go higher than that. It's just for me, it's not a whole lot of fun to go up to legendary or anything. It's just. Um, yeah, I think usually once I get around like fifty or sixty, um, I'm up to either master or legendary just because just to make it a little bit interesting yeah the only problem is the dragons just take so long to kill at that level yeah Yeah. it just you have combat mods though don't you um victor yeah i'm running wildcat right now um combat evolved just showed up uh on the i think it showed up on xbox and it also showed up on special edition so and those work together so you can play it yeah so yes i do use combat mods so I, I find that if I'm doing my um, Legacy Skyrim um, 
I'll stick around about the the expert or master level. But on vanilla, I've only got like the spells and the unofficial patch and stuff like that. So when when it gets to combat, it it's pretty uh, basic on vanilla. So going up to legendary doesn't do much. All it does is gives them a hell of a lot of HP. So. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't add to anything except for time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time, time, time. Yeah. Yeah, because that was Elder Dragon. Andrew was moaning about the stagger he kept on getting. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was and I was like, Oh, don't worry, once you get so and so in heavy armor and he was like, Oh but my speciality is light armor. Well, there's some Wildcat uh, has a has a sort of a configuration section there in your powers menu. You can turn the stagger down a little bit. So he doesn't have to leave it set. But... Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. He does. He does. Yeah. He's stuck. In fact, you should turn it up. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think my only I'm having in combat is I can't do a dodge roll. Yeah. Yeah, I keep on trying to do that. Every time I stop playing, oh, I can't remember what I was playing. That was it, Witcher 3. Witcher 3, yeah. Uh, sure. and, then went into, and then went into bloody... Oh, by the way, it's just an awful game, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'll correct myself there. It's not an awful game. All the character in, characters in it are awful, awful people. Uh-huh. You won't find anybody likable in that entire game. So that's why I stopped playing it. It's not that it's an awful game. It's that the people are awful. All the people are awful. Yeah, it's, it's, like go, it's like going to a Starbucks. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like Dandelion, but, you know. I never he's... got to meet him. Oh, he's the narrator. Um, among other things, <laughs> yeah, well, I was going around talking to all his whores, and I thought, well, I definitely don't want to meet this guy either, so I just stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a little bit of a ladies' man. Yeah, <laughs> if he was a ladies' man, it'd be all right. It's I was just worried I was going to catch syphilis from the, from the keyboard, so I turned <laughs> on the keyboard. Yeah, Witcher's are immune. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't have to worry about the diseases in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not without mods, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, except from, uh, what's her name, in, um, in Whiterun? Uh, no, oh, in, in Riften. Uh, the, the, uh, what's her name at the... Uh, uh, the, the Devella. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In the uh, the uh, bunkhouse there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you might get some some stuff in those. It's the only place too. where there's actually sex in in the entire game. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that yeah. that whole crew is like uh, running together. Yeah. <laughs> Riften is a different place, though. You know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What happens in Riften stays in Riften. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the shore leave planet. Yeah. Oh man. So I guess that's uh that's it for our second feedback episode, one thirteen here. Um uh, like I said, next week round table will be back. Two two week two weeks round table. No, this one uh yeah, no, we're 
we're in the future. Oh, that's right. Future, that's right. <laughs> we're recording from the past. Yeah. This, is the, this is the future. We've time traveled. Have you not seen <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Who? <laughs> Break, breaking the wall. <laughs> we hopped in the TARDIS and we uh, went to the future. <laughs> so we're throwing up about four weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah, Kyle and I will be uh, recording a new mod talk coming up within the next two weeks. So, oh, awesome! Uh, hopefully, well, I'm gonna try and wait and see, you know, and for iTunes, wait and see if it pops up on iTunes. Yeah. and then as soon as it does, we'll record a new one and, and uh, start getting them out. Awesome. So, so well, new- Victor, if you need my help, give me a shout. I'll uh, test anything that anyone needs to test out on Xbox. Okay, cool. That's awesome. And uh, oh, since I forgot last time, Marcus, is there anything you want to uh, put in there? Plug, promote? No, I'm no, good. good? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I totally forgot last time. Pat's obviously doing the uh, New Vegas playthrough on Fallout feed, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably uh, going through uh, 2018 at this rate. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? When I was listening to Fallout feed the other day, actually. Uh, Somebody was talking about a character that never left um, Sanctuary. Peanut Man. Yeah. Pe- yeah. Peanut Man, yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, that seems like a really cool idea. And I thought, so I think I might actually try that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peanut, yeah, Peanut Man is not leaving uh, Diamond City. And then somebody else had posted about not ever leaving Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 The one guy wasn't leaving, uh, yeah, Diamond City. The other wasn't leaving Sanctuary at all. But you needed a. Uh, he, he was. He was leaving. Um, it's a, uh, it's Ray, isn't it? Ray from earlier on, uh, from last episode. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. Yeah, yeah. So he's going out. He went out get, to get the paint and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. The Diamond City one. Big, yeah, he yeah. is going yeah. out. Yeah, he just stays yeah, there every just... night, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. yeah he's doing his. He's like doing Diamond City centric quests and things. Yes. Yep. And then the uh, the Sanctuary one just wasn't leaving Sanctuary at all. But you had to like set it up so that uh, raiders and all would come in and stuff like that. So that seems pretty interesting way to balance yeah. it to have to get stuff to be able to build stuff. That so yeah, seems like uh, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know what your end game would be with that. I mean, you could do it. Be maybe maybe the maybe the point is just to do the point. You know that that's all there is to it. But uh, yeah, just build an area yeah. to live. I guess would be the only point and like establish <laughs> a town or something. Because other than that, you're not really doing anything. Yeah. Although you, the only negative is you don't want to uh, build your defenses too well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then nobody's well, coming. Yeah, he did mention something about that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gave some you, good information on how to get more, um, how to get, actually get more supplies in as well, which is, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Let yourself be rated. Yeah. yeah. It's tough yeah. to have to balance that because you need those in there. You need that stuff coming in because if you're not going yeah. out. All right. Was it on my um, uh, on my Fallout Four character there? Okay. The nut job that I was playing a little while ago. Um, I had a unhappy uh, meeting. She ran across the the guys at the the amphitheater. Ah. Uh. And you know she wants to be you know happy so. <laughs> she, gave, she gave him everything uh. like. She just left in in her underclothes. She gave him a righteous authority, all her stim packs, all her caps, everything. 
and then just went on a merry way. <laughs> oh my! And there's no there, there's no way to get them back without sort of like you know realizing what's happened. So, but she's still making her chant and you know telling herself that she's going to be a better person and she's going to have a better time. So she just got off and left everything with that chump. Oh man. I hate my characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. Well, until next time, uh, for all the other shows, uh, Fallout Feed, of course, with uh, Pat and Andrew and Kara and Dennis and uh, whoever else hops Ray. on, Ray. We have uh, Mod Talk. Gary. Gary. <laughs> Mod Talk, Victor, and Kyle will be doing that again. Jeremy, of course, with my journey, Cystic Fibrosis, and ASA Game Talk, uh, Damn Night Television with Matt and John, uh, Chatterbox every once in a while, randomly, and uh, the soon-to-come Jar Jar Appreciation Podcast, uh, which Andrew will be doing. <laughs> He's going to do it all in, was that language, Gungan or whatever the hell he speaks. He's going to speak all on that. So Andrew will be doing that. It'll be a two-hour marathon podcast where he has to speak as Jar Jar for two straight hours. <laughs> Just for defending. Finish his Bards, Bards College Let's Play first, though? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's. I think he's pretty close. Okay. I mean, that's not a super long quest line. Actually, I just did it the other day. I mean, you only really... Well, you have all those side quests as well. Yeah, he's getting all the instruments. Yeah, the instrument, everybody's instruments and stuff. I generally come across the instruments before I meet the people, I find, half the time. Yeah, I usually get Finn's loot because it's always in the same cave, I think. uh, I can't remember which one it is. I forget. Yeah, I I come across that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I got the drum on me. Yeah, Riorn's drum or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I had. I I turned in. I have a couple bards I'm employing right now at my houses. Uh, I like having the bards at the house. It's just nice ambiance when you go there. I like having them and then killing them. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Does it kill them? (laughs) I don't know. I had one once and it drove me insane. I had to move out of the house. Oh, really? Oh, because it wouldn't stop playing. It wouldn't stop playing. Yeah. You can tell them to leave. You don't have to kill them. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. No. He just wouldn't, wouldn't stop singing Ragnar the Red. Oh, was say, oh, my Jesus. Ears off. Oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to participate in the roundtable, skyrimroundtable at gmail.com. Uh, any other general feedback, skyrimaticpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so until next time, um, I don't know. Happy Skyring. Yes, uh, classic. We are just finishing up, as a matter of fact. Uh, somebody in the chat on YouTube. Until uh, next time, uh, hap- uh, well, Andrew stole that, but happy Skyrimming as Andrew stole. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Later. See you, everybody. Thanks Bye, for the everyone. Are you an ASA completionist? Have you listened to the newest shows, Earwash? Damn that television and mod talk. If you haven't, head on over to asapodcasting.com. Check out our full list of shows, including our flagship, a Skyrim addict, the Fallout feed, Earwash, My Journey with Cystic Fibrosis, Game Talk, Damn That Television, Chatterbox, and very soon Mod Talk asapodcasting.com 
So we know you like Fallout and Skyrim, but what about other games out there? You like any of those? We're guessing you do. Well, we've got the answer for you. If you do, why don't you head over to ASAPodcasting.com and give our general gaming show, ASA Game Talk, a listen. It's available for iTunes and Stitcher for all your listening needs. That's ASAPodcasting.com, ASA Game Talk. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.